0: What is up, Dallas lovers and college football lovers? We're going to talk about some college football today. Got a lot of big matchups. Got a special guest on. We got Justin returning, trying to make some money with us today. Going to preview some of the games, recap some of the games. Got a huge weekend this weekend. You're going to hear it all next
1: Jumping into our favorite segment of the day, we're going to be talking about Plays of the Weekend. I'm going to go ahead and let Jake give his first play. Actually, you know what? We're going to get Justin, the guest. Go ahead and tell us your plays this weekend.
2: What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Always a pleasure. My play of the day is – I got I, I got two plays of the day. I got two plays of the day. I got Boston College plus 525 – put put the house on it second mortgage everything you got Maverick. Clemson's terrible Boston College is on the rise hammer it and almost then I've got Arkansas
1: last... huh so it almost beat them last year it's a close that exactly.
2: mm-hmm. little revenge tour
1: mhm
2: love it then I've got Arkansas plus 18 at minus 110 that's just i think I think it's criminal giving the hogs too much there
1: <laughs> hey I'm I'm on that one as well that's that's free money right there
2: Take agrees,
0: Jake agrees. I'm getting back buying buying my ticket online, you know, planning <laughs> my trip, the weekend trip. You know, got the kids packed up, wife's ready to go, and I'm hopping on the Cincy train, baby. <laughs> I'm getting right back on the Cincy train. They they had a they had a rough outing last time I threw on them It's uh, Indiana. They're they're down big, but you know, you just gotta win football games. They found a way. I mm-hmm. think they're going to find a way to get to Notre Dame. They're minus one and a half. I think they're winning this game. And I think one and a half is an easy, easy cover.
1: Yeah. My uh, packed my bags before the a m Arkansas <laughs> game. Toss Baylor money line plus 225 against a 14 team the nation. You just you don't come to
2: Waco.
1: Mm. You don't want to win unless you're ready. Um, yes, sir. Bags are still packed. Still in the Tahoe. <laughs> I'm just making my way up to Stillwater now. Uh, gonna take a three and a half this time. Got a um, road trip. Yeah, quick road trip. Um, no, not a road trip. It's a business trip. Yeah. They're going up <laughs> there. Business. Uh, you All got right. I like it. I like Baylor plus three and a half. Also like their money line, but the three and a half values just that's the spread. The line's so good. Um, I think they win, but I don't think they lose by more than three. So play it safe, three and a half. Quickly business.
0: Quickly mm-hmm. business. Taylor helped you out last week. Too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had some big dog plays last week. So be sure to check the Twitter. It was, I think it was a total of like seven and a half units on four games, uh, one unit each. So dog money plays. Moved.
2: Money moves,
1: money moves. Um, before we get into the, the category that we had last week on a podcast recording that the audio was corrupted on, um, so it wasn't posted. Let's talk about the game of the week which it's got to be UConn-Vandy.
0: got to be. I mean, let's go. Palebiter. Commodores.
1: Is, what is it? 14 and a half? Vandy's minus 14 and a half. I think I'm going to hammer when, UConn.
2: I mean, when, when, when was five. the last, can we get a stat check? When was the last time Vandy was minus minus fourteen and a half? and a half? Actually. I'm, I'm willing to bet it's, it's got to be more than 10 years. I don't know. I don't care who their, their non non-conference schedule was. We'll fact check that
0: because that's actually a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. It's the last time they were favored. (laughs)
1: 1974. Yeah,
0: 1974.
1: 1974.
0: (laughs) They scrimmaged the local high school. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The the JV of the local high school.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just coming off a fresh 62 piece from Georgia, I don't think anyone Mm. was really expecting Vanny to succeed and, you know, even. You know, 10 points, I think, would have been a a home run for them. But, you know, goose
1: Daniels was taken out in the first quarter. Like, they pulled the first string in the first quarter and were up 35-0.
0: It reminded me of the UAB game where it was just bomb city. And it's almost, like, comical, like Madden. Like, just getting an OP wide receiver with 99 speed and just chucking it deep. It's like, hey, <laughs> how do you not figure out that that's all they're doing? That, that, that's
2: what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah, gonna. Just, that's one of those games where it you you don't know if it's if it, is Georgia that good or is Vanderbilt that bad, and it's tough. Probably a combination and yeah, it is. I see. think it definitely is. But Vanderbilt had some close games this year. I think they played Colorado State. I think they're. I think they're. At, a top <laughs> team this year. They played pretty, pretty close, lost by a field goal <laughs> or something like that. And then uh, I think they played Stanford before Georgia, some, something like that. I some, think it was a relatively close Yeah,
1: game. it was Stanford because it was the battle of the academics.
2: Yeah, and I think they were – at least Vandy was in, to, in it for a while. So Yeah. Maybe, maybe some good things headed Vanderbilt's way. Nice, I, th- done, I think, think
1: UConn covers and possibly wins this game. If there's a yeah. prop for – Punting, I'll find the prop. I'll tweet it out because I think it's going to be a punt-heavy game, um, or it could be sixty to sixty because nobody can stop anybody.
2: True. Yeah, Constance. you just you've got
1: or, no clue where this
0: is headed. On the other hand, you know, you think I, I'm also thinking a lot of turnovers, kind of, but yeah, I want to take the over too. It's fifty-one and a half, and it just seems like a, it's going to be a high-scoring game.
1: Do they catch? Holy Cross
0: put up thirty-eight on UConn. Yeah, Holy Cross.
1: (laughs) That's that's pretty.
0: Talk about another football team being favored, but they probably played D two teams.
1: Um, you
2: you guys you guys want to play a game? Let's play a game. Let's play. Name three players in this game. Three first (laughs) and last names that are in this game. I couldn't name one. I don't think I could give you one. I, I I. I used to know Vanderbilt's quarterback, but I I forgot his name.
1: I'm gonna go Jerry Stackhouse, uh, Tyson Chandler, and Jason Terry. That's my final <laughs> three answers. There we go. I think yeah, there it is. they
0: they could probably have a huge impact on the game <laughs> yeah. if they played. It really good, I'm sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna take the over fifty one and a half. I could see a thirty to twenty eight type game.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking Vandy minus fourteen and a half. I think Vandy's going to shock the world. It's in Nashville, right? They're playing uh, at home. I think so. I, think I don't. So. I don't
1: see why UConn would be getting a home game. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> that but for, you, yeah, man. for
2: that reason, just they're at home. home. I think I think the people in Nashville are psyched for this game. It's it's going to be. It's going to be the best matchup Vanderbilt's gotten in a while, and I I think they I think they run away with it.
0: According to our friend Austin Prince, John Daly is there too, so maybe True. maybe he's True. there. Yeah, you, know, you see it's John Daly at a Vanderbilt UConn football game, you're going to keep the TV on. Yeah, what's, you know are the there.
1: over under on the amount of people in the stadium?
2: Full. Dude, Gotta be full. I think. I think <laughs> Nashville at night, they are packing the house, dude. I'm slammed the over whatever it is. That's the it's night game.
0: You know, it's getting some hype around the nation.
2: You know, for
1: <laughs> <laughs> how bad it is.
2: It's the toilet bowl. It is literally the toilet yeah. bowl, and and people want to see it.
1: Game day should be there this weekend. They're not. I if they're not they. in Athens, game day should be in Nashville. Same. Yeah. They. Yeah. That's that was my vote.
2: It's it's a shame, just yeah, not not see game day there in Nashville for this 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 matchup.
0: What's your pick for this game?
1: UConn's covering. UConn's Cover. risky team fired their head coach after the second week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, covered cool. last week, they covered. Uh, this team's back. This team's this team's now covering machine with intern coach can't name him, but gonna handle business. But he's a dude. Huskies are mm-hmm. going down to Nashville covering this ball game.
2: I do like that mascot though. I like the Huskies. Mm-hmm.
1: They'll probably be in all whites. Oh, yeah. Dang that. Yeah, that
2: might that might falter my pick a little bit. I don't. They show up in the icy whites. Who knows what's gonna happen? And Bandy's probably be all black.
1: Yeah. That's it's gonna, gonna an be a, an opposite,
2: opposite. I don't know what's picked though.
1: Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it's nationally televised. There's no way it is, right?
2: I don't know. I mean if it's a night Someone's game. gotta pick it up. Oh it's ESPNU.
1: It's on ESPNU? Yeah. yeah. Tune in, 630. Um that's the game.
0: So coming after this break, we're gonna hit some of the better games for the weekend. <laughs> Recap some of last week.
1: Hey guys, with sports betting season in full force with football season around the corner. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity like BetUS. Use promo code Dirk41, that's all caps, at BetUS.com to receive a 125% sign-up bonus after a deposit of $50 or more. BetUS has a lines for any game you can dream of while allowing you to bet live sports across the globe. From the live casino to the horse tracks, BetUS has you covered in every front. Remember to use promo code Dirk41, all caps, at BetUS.com in order to receive your 125% sign up bonus at the best sports book there is. Jumping into our next segment. Uh, before we get to the recap of week four, we're going to talk about we're each going to give a team that we think is a fraudulent team this year. Um, I'll go ahead and start it off. I think OU is probably the most fraudulent team in the entire country. You can't tell me that winning by three at home against West Virginia and their backup quarterbacks, impressive at all. Um, I don't count their 76-0 win. That's community college. Nebraska <laughs> had a shot at the end, and we saw Tulane get throttled by old Miss. It was 61-21 with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Took everyone out. Nobody scored mm-hmm. again, and it was a five-point game where Tulane was a yard or two from converting a fourth down where they could have won the game in um, Norman. So that's my fraudulent team. Don't think they win the Big 12. Don't want to see them in the playoffs at all.
2: Yep. People in Norman are panicking right now, mm-hmm. 100%. Who's, who's the backup quarterback? Caleb
1: Williams. Caleb, yeah. Five-star. We want
2: Caleb. Have they benched him at all? Have they benched Rattler at all? In uh,
1: that, not in any bit? important game. I, I think Caleb played in the 76 win over, like, Western yeah. – north
0: carolina yeah.
1: western carolina state had a carolina like western chattahoga state
0: yeah <laughs> I, I know the qb had less than like 90 passing yards love that yeah but yeah i agree with that oh i mean close games with every, any team that's been relevant ever and teams that you know with kyler baker they've beat 70-0. to zero. You know, good teams. Not Well, not zero, but you know, maybe yeah. like 28. They
1: just, they just don't have a running the game. They don't have electricity at the wide receiver position, which they've had every single year. And, I mean, we see, like, the impact CeeDee Lamb has had in the NFL on a good Dallas team. Yeah. He was great in college. Um, Hollywood Brown can't catch a ball right now, but he was great. Um, they just don't have any of those dynamic players. And when you go – to Manhattan to play Kansas State. When you play Texas, when you go to Waco, you play Iowa State. When you go to Stillwater, I don't think they're going to hold up when they can't hold up against these inferior opponents.
2: Um, yep. And, dude. Yeah. Big game. Big game this week at at Manhattan, Kansas. Always seems to be something in the air, in Manhattan, Kansas, that OU cannot handle. So yep. i I might I might sprinkle sprinkle a little bit on. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to K-State mention that
0: in bet talk, but I do love K State spread as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know I, one of one of our friends likes K State moneyline.
2: <laughs> I love it. Dude, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know his name, but that running back for Kansas State that is like five foot three and he just runs but be- like between people's legs and always runs hard. I I think he's gonna have a game. I think Kansas State I it's think they're that. gonna win this game. They might win this game.
0: Yeah, OU, definitely fraudulent. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Pick. My fraud pick, I got the boys that just got sent home by my Razorbacks right here. Yep. a and M. I I am... And this, there's a little, this is about a 30% personal take. <laughs> I also despise them being a Red Raider and Georgia fan also. But... Yeah, the, the one that got me was Colorado. They would be Colorado ten to seven. Quarterback yeah. through under five hundred. Unimpressive. Like teams like that early in the year, you gotta bury if you want to really kind of show what you're worth. And that was an away game too. So neutral side. Oh, was it?
1: Yeah, it was in Denver.
0: So if you can't oh. if you can't travel and perform against Colorado, I I didn't see him traveling yeah. performing against Arkansas and you know not every game is going to be a home game at the home of the six man so i just think they're very very fraudulent and they'll probably end up being a three four loss team yeah
2: Yeah. i
1: know everyone was talking about oh a&m best team they've had returned to everyone most NFL talent get they have a backup quarterback but backup quarterback shouldn't it's not that big of a difference when the guy's been in the system before. He's not like a freshman. Um, They're starting a true freshman beforehand. And you go to a guy who's like a six-year junior who's going to be. Yeah. And
2: and we were talking quarterbacks. We were looking at quarterbacks at the beginning of the season. And I'm pretty sure they were – it was late. They didn't – it was a close call. They were neck and neck fighting for starting position. And then they said Haynes King was the quarterback. Um, And, yeah, he just did not – he just looked panic. I mean – Arkansas was rushing three the entire game and they were still getting the quarterback, which really isn't his, his fault, but he was kind of leaving the pocket early, stuff of that nature. But yeah, they just didn't look good. And the Colorado game, Colorado just got blown out, shut out by Minnesota. And yeah. so you think like, Oh, okay, maybe Colorado's a little bit better this year, but yeah, it's just it's just crazy to crazy and to see that.
1: They scored yeah. the game winning touchdown with like a minute thirty on the clock. Like yeah. it was like Colorado was about to upset. Texas three,
0: yeah. three points in yeah. basically the entire mm-hmm. game. Yeah, that's that's what got me off them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, Justin, go ahead and give us your uh, fraudulent team or teams.
2: Uh, biggest fraud. I I'm going to know. I don't think this will be a surprise to anybody, but just Clemson this year just fell off after the Georgia game. Everybody, I think, had their doubts but we know that georgia's defense is insane and georgia looked really good and it was still a one score game what 10-3 was that and no
0: offensive touchdowns
2: yeah yeah that would that's insane just two defenses going at it which i think i think the the biggest thing the biggest the biggest fraud of Clemson is their offense with dj um Oogdele. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say DJ. Uh, but yeah, hasn't looked good, and their offense hasn't done anything. Now they're, what, the 25-ranked team in the country. They look bad. They're on the verge of being unranked, and who would have thought Clemson dab... Is, is the Dabo dynasty over? I think it might be.
0: He's got to have a stellar QB. I think that's yeah. clear. I also went from... Um, Trevor Lawrence, and then
1: it was Deshaun Eugene. Watson. Yes,
0: Deshaun Watson.
1: Um, they had somebody there before. It wasn't Ty. Was it Tyrod? No, it wasn't Tyrod. It was either Tyrod Taylor, Adam exactly. Manuel, um, um, EJ Emanuel, EJ. Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it was yeah. him and Taj Boyd. Guys, Taj Boyd. Yeah, guys who at least got drafted.
0: Kelly Bryant too.
1: Kelly. Yeah,
2: Bryan. that's yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah,
0: that's who. Lawrence. But yeah, that, I mean, that's when he transferred.
2: Barely escaping Georgia Tech, and then losing an OT to NC State. NC State, come on, Clemson. That what yeah. are we doing? And the deep, I, I don't think their defense is that bad, because all yeah. these games are low-scoring games. But no, they yeah, didn't let Georgia score. Was good, but their offense just. I mean, when we're playing NC State, we got to score. The we got to score. Yeah, we got to move the ball. And that's 100%. just you can't do that.
1: You can't score twenty something points in double overtime.
2: To yeah, NCAA team. NCAA that is an issue. And that's just I feel like that's been the opposite of Clemson that we've seen in the past five years, you know Yeah, it's also it's weird to see him that good
1: Yeah, like if you watch DJ last year able to make the throws you watch him this year There's just yeah. a lot of things wrong, but you still see it's in my opinion He still can make plays. It's just everything is so they can't run the ball. They run it on first and second down And then you're in like a third and eight and DJ has to step back. I think they should just spread out the offense. They need to mix the scheme up because this isn't the talent level to where you can just steamroll everyone in your way and do what you want. And you don't have to game plan for people that era is over at least at Clemson for now. Mm. I think NC state and Georgia tech showed that you need to have a game plan. That's not just we're better than you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not just Trevor Lawrence throwing the five stars and, Etienne, too. Etienne was a stud. Yeah. yeah, just not yeah. The same team. He's
1: really good. And, like, not yeah. seeing him on this team now makes me appreciate Etienne so much more of what, how good he was last year. Because I thought, yeah, exactly. you know, he'd have, like, 60 like games with, like, only 60 yards rushing. And it's like, oh, maybe it is. But their O line is just awful. Like, they have yeah. an awful O line. And Georgia definitely took advantage of that with, mm-hmm. I think, like, eight sacks.
2: And uh, I have one more thing to say. Not not a fraud team. And Pat, if Patrick Fernandez is listening to this right now, he's gonna get on to me. He's gonna have some words with me. But on my fraud watch list is Notre Dame, dude. Mm. I got I got some bad blow with Notre Dame. I think they're overranked every single year. But I mean, I I'm like not sense. gonna I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say they're a fraudulent program. Not a fraudulent team yet.
0: But if, if they beat Cincy, I'll give them some merit.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: But not, one, not,
2: not that much barely escaping Florida State and I get it's week one I think a lot of teams are still you know takes well, after week one to figure figure out yep. the off figure things out a little bit but then Toledo at home he beating them by three and <clears> then the next week they turn around and beat uh Purdue by two touchdowns which I don't I don't think purdues that great this year and <clears> then <throat> they beat they whoop Wisconsin so that's I've, I've got mixed feelings about Notre Dame. But yeah. I feel like they're going to they're gonna have a shocking loss down the road shortly. Like, they got USC in a and couple this weeks. this weekend. Yeah. yeah. And Cincinnati this weekend. <laughs> but, hey, Cincinnati's, what, number seven? Yeah,
0: so, that wouldn't be an upset. But yeah. I did, Purdue did bust one of my parlays. They were the last leg. I had them covering against Notre Dame. And I think Notre Dame got a pick late and got in the end zone real quick and buried yeah. it. It was disappointing.
1: Also, quick note, that Notre Dame game, scores a little skewed, in my opinion. It oh, yeah. was 17-13 going into the fourth, and
2: oh, my God, Wisconsin
1: yeah. threw two pick-sixes at the end of the game.
2: Yeah,
1: Dang. And <laughs> they, they had three straight, or they had, okay, no, I'm okay. five possessions, fumble, missed field goal, pick, pick-six, pick-six. So, wow. I just feel like it it's was... a little
0: choke job combined with
2: yeah.
1: some yeah, like, motivation. I mean, 13 was a little... I think
2: Notre Dame's got a good defense. They've got that safety. Um, I don't know his name, but he's pretty good. He's the one who
0: picked it off against Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, he's like um, 6'4",
2: 220. But, yeah, I mean, it's 41-13. You said 17-13 going into the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, it was just... It's. It, I feel like the... Notre Dame won the game, but yeah, got a little yeah, skewed at 100%. the end. He took a, Notre Dame took a kickback for a touchdown, too. So yeah.
0: Kyle um, Hamilton, it's a safety. Yeah, that's Definitely.
1: what it is. Moving on, let's jump into Week 4. Uh, we kind of touched on it already, the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game um, a little bit. Um, yeah, at Wisconsin, I thought they had a good shot to win the Big 12. Um, or Big 10, not Big 12. But, yeah, they just looked really bad. Um, Graham Mertz is just not the answer. Um, I will say Notre Dame's quarterback did get hurt this game. So, going to that Cincy game. The backup oh. came in and outperformed the starter. Yeah, he did. I didn't
2: know, I didn't know he got hurt. Mm-hmm.
1: He got hurt, and then they just kind of went on a run Cincy. like at the end. Um, but you never know if that's just Wisconsin not game planning for him. And yeah. you know Cincy has some time to get a game plan for him. But I don't have too much to say on this game.
2: Yeah, I think we – mainly just covered it yeah yeah. But, yeah i think another one y'all are
0: one i'd like to add in real quick just for my condolences is yeah. texas tech and texas it was horrible i had to listen to it on the radio at work
2: oh and that's terrible <laughs> i just that heard terrible.
0: it was on it's kind of on an old radio you know volumes kind of iffy you know i'm trying to listen to people at work and i just kept it was, you know, it was Lubbock announcers, so there. I just kept hearing disappointing <laughs> Texas scores, and the score is forty-nine to fourteen, and uh, it's just a bad game. But it wasn't an important game. We'll get into the main one. Your boys, the Hogs.
2: How about them Hogs? The rolling care. Hogs. Give We're credit rolling. where it's due. Dude, Sam Pittman is coming here in his second year and just changed the freaking culture. And top 10 got team. I mean, you're a top ten team with a bunch of three star recruits. Like he's doing it with he's just making these guys believe in themselves and play hard. Not on and, and dude, it's just it's amazing to see five man backfield. Son, yes. Just took in took control of that game. The defense was dominant. And I mean, KJ. Jefferson gets hurt, and we got to bring in Hornsby for what a quarter. And things got a little shaky there. but um, but dude, Arkansas looked so good,
1: yeah, if KJ plays that whole game because he played one series, got hurt on it in the third quarter, came out for the next one, wasn't the same, handed the ball off three straight times. Um, yeah. looked like there's some read options, and they're reading the running back. just don't think he was. Uh, Neat wasn't feeling as good uh, to like keep the ball, and then he comes in at the last possession. But defense stepped up big time for that yep. entire span. Like we're we're sitting there at the game, we're nervous, you know, because KJ is just the leader, a great leader for this team, and has the arm talent that Malik doesn't have yet. We don't trust Malik. We had that muffed um, snap.
2: Yeah, yeah look, yeah, it looked shaky. Dude is. Dude is freaky fast though. If you don't I don't know if you know this, but he he's from Missouri City, Texas, I think. He anchored for the fastest relay, fastest four by one hundred relay in the nation. So the anchored. dude yeah, anchored it. So he is a fast dude. Dude that'll you could see it. But yeah, dude, if we can get put a little meat on his bones and obviously develop his arm and get him throw the ball he's going to be a lethal weapon
1: 100 but yeah i talking what justin said about Pittman and like the job he's done arkansas lost 16 straight sec games and 14 games later just 14 not just sec games the hogs are the eighth team in the nation yeah it is just incredible what he's done um he knows that he's an o-line coach he knows he doesn't know everything about defense so he brought in a fantastic coordinator in Barry Odom, who should be a head coach somewhere. And then you go in and you bring Kendall Bryles, who's also a fantastic offensive coordinator, and just surrounded this team. They've all bought into what he said. And there's some NFL talent on this roster. It's not as, like, when you look at the NFL talent on Arkansas, it's not like Georgia or Bama or any of these schools. But there's a couple kids here and there on this roster that are going to be big-time NFL players on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Your ballers
2: yeah and like mississippi state hires mike leach mm-hmm. a big name air raid offense old miss gets lane kiffin sabins former coordinator um missouri, missouri head- hires drinkowitz
1: from Appalachian um, state
2: yeah head coach Appalachian state and then arkansas hires this dude that was the o-line coach at georgia and everybody is kind of like who the hell is this guy and i just I mean, Ole Miss is is looks good this year, but Arkansas looks insane and I just it's so awesome to see that. And he just he's such he seems like such a genuine guy and that he just loves the state of Arkansas. And yeah, I mean it's been a long time coming. We've had a rough couple years, mm. freshman and sophomore year for sure, of football. Yeah. And uh and yeah, it's, it's it's paying off a little bit.
1: Yeah, beating Texas. Um she yeah. talks about took care a and m if you didn't know the score was twenty to ten, um, Arkansas was five and a half point underdogs in that game, but dominated the whole game. If you take away a m's one long rushing touchdown, which was sixty seven yards, they had like two hundred and two yards of total offense that game. The yeah. defense is just incredible. Um, didn't make mistakes, played clean football, and yeah, ex- big stuff for Arkansas. it's Almost was ten in a row that they lost to AM on a neutral side. Yeah. So
2: nine, yeah. yeah. That was a good way. Yeah,
1: And y'all have been so
0: close for so long. Every, yeah, like with terrible were, teams, it's always when your teams a close were team. Bad. It was, yeah. you know, it was neutral, always in Jerry World. It was yeah. always exciting, and you know, there's very many one score games in those years. Yeah, yeah. And
2: a couple of OT games, and yeah. Uh, one more thing I want to say about the defense it's that I said this earlier, but we're we got a three-man front. We're rushing three, rushing the quarterback with three almost for, for the majority of the game. And we're playing like this umbrella defense. But they still, when they run the ball, dude, every freaking play, there's at least, there's five red jerseys on the football making a tackle. And that's one thing that'll fire up a defensive coordinator or anybody, a, a coach, any coach, any fan, is to see a bunch of dudes Hunting for the football and flying around to the football, making plays and making tackles, and Definitely. that is just awesome to see.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's like a three three five wide uh, yeah. with a little like three two six dime package in there.
2: Blitz um, every once in a while, and
1: yeah, yeah. they just I, they fill the gaps. They play as. They don't have the talent of like a Georgia or Bama's defense, but they yeah. play as a unit. It's like week ten for them. It feels like yeah, They've been together yeah. they don't make mistakes. Uh-huh. And they do make mistakes. It's like one mistake a game. We saw that against Georgia Southern, one touch, one long run. We saw it against yeah. Davis, one long run, but they just don't give up a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: So that'll be yeah. We'll talk about them versus uh, my boys here yeah. last because I think we're gonna want to ramble.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, do that one last.
0: So, three other games we want to talk about. Almost three, almost top ten matchups. Yeah, uh, you know, crazy weekend. We've talked a little bit about Cincy Notre Dame. We can we can start with that one, uh, just because we've talked about it the most. But I love Cincy in this game. I think you know the nostalgia of a team that recently is if it's not the Big Twelve. If it's not the SEC, if it's not the Big Ten, you know, or Oregon, you know, they're not legit. Uh, Or, you know, Clemson and Florida State, too, I'll throw in there. But, you know, they're not the most prominent conference or anything, but almost beat Georgia in the bowl last year. And frankly, they should have. They kind of put the game away late. Georgia took advantage. But. I love Cincy in this game. Like y'all were talking about earlier. I just don't think Notre Dame's legit. I haven't thought they were legit in many years past. And they're even worse now. You know, coming off the Ian Book years, quarterback hasn't looked stellar. Defense is fine. You know, the defense is there. Kind of what we were saying. But, yeah. I think Cincy they, all the way.
1: They actually have. Cincy's uh, D.C. from last year. He's a new uh, Notre Dame oh, D.C. Yeah. now. Um, so, kind of a game to keep and notre dame just came off a super emotional win uh brian kelly was now the most winningest coach in notre dame history um so yeah i like sensing this spot too um i'm just not sold on notre dame it it feels like that last if you take away the wisconsin game or like the fourth quarter of the wisconsin game they look like a subpar team and that just looks like they hang with their competition. And if you're going to just hang with your competition, that's the opportunity for Cincy to swoop in and take care of business. Like we saw against Indiana, which is a good team, um, was ranked before the yeah. season. They just played a very underranked Iowa team. Um, yeah. And now that loss doesn't look awful. Yeah. Yeah. Number
2: five now. Iowa's number five,
0: I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to gauge this at all, Justin, but Cincy did beat Boston College 38-6. Do so you think that could be the range of Cincy beating Clemson? I,
2: yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I think, think so. so. I,
0: really
2: I honestly do think so. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be hilarious.
0: Like I think your bet's looking pretty good.
2: Me, too. I'm liking it. I'm loving it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Cincy Notre Dame. Yeah. We'll see. I could be very wrong in Cincy. No, I'm not even going to. What am I talking about? Cincy's legit. <laughs> No, but yeah, are be the no Bearcat,
2: the Bearcat, is there, I I don't bear know cats. if there's another Bearcat in college football. No. I
0: don't think so. No, no. someone like probably that. tried and they said no. No, but yeah, I like, Bottom I like board.
2: the Bearcat. I'm i not a believer in
0: Notre Dame. What? If you, would you rather fight uh, a bear, a cat, or a Bearcat? If you had to pick one of the three.
2: I'll tell you one thing. I don't want to fight a bear cat.
0: No. All right. Not, I, don't to, I don't want to touch a bear cat.
2: Look, I'll I'll take I'll take a bear, you know, come on. I'll take a cat. You, yeah, you, make, you you get a hybrid going, that's terrifying. I don't want any piece of that.
0: So is that a small cat cat body with like giant <laughs> bear
1: I think it's and yeah. I think it's the opposite. I think it's a bear body with cat like agileness.
0: You You're not yeah. getting away from that. Dude. If you try to climb a tree, you're even just imag- worse.
2: Imagine a mountain lion that is a thousand pounds and just as mobile. That that might yeah and that, it's that is John. definitely it has fur. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, so bear chat. versus a versus a Irish man
2: <laughs> versus <laughs> a leprechaun. <laughs>
0: Going to March Madness mascot picks. <laughs> yeah got the mascot only
1: <laughs> did you guys know this is actually the fat bear week of the year um i'm not sure what website it is but you can go and vote on the fattest bear All and the they amazing. have a live cam of the bears eating it's in some national park i saw a tiktok about it and it's like march madness there's a bracket with the fattest oh, bears in no, the park what? and you can vote on like what they look like like pre hibernation and post hibernation like when they're fat and skinny
0: Cool thing, well, go awesome. check it out. I'm voting on the Bearcat. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. Friday <laughs> <laughs> right <in> answer
0: Bearcat. <laughs> so, since Notre Dame, kind of got our rocks off on that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ole Miss, Bama. I think it's going to be. I really. I just want a good game. I want Ole Miss to put some points up. I don't care if they lose by forty. I just want it to be high points.
2: Yeah, I mean, last year. I mean, Ole Miss put 50-something points on Bama, and nobody else came close to doing that to Alabama. Mm -mm. Um, I think I was – beforehand, you told me like week one looking at this game, I think Alabama would dominate – or maybe after week one, I think Alabama would dominate it. But after seeing the Florida game, I know it was in the swamp, and it was was still close, a two-point game. I was expecting Alabama to kind of control that game, have more control of that game and win by at least a touchdown is what I had in my head. And after seeing that, that makes you think this is going to be a shootout, a high-scoring game, and I think it's close. I think it it's going to come down. I think it might come down to who's getting the ball last. And Very well could. Uh, but I don't know. Alabama's defense still amazing. We don't know. But I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring. I think it's going to be a close game.
1: Co- a couple quick facts. So the Bama-Florida game. Bama was up 21-3. Florida dominated after the first quarter. That was Florida's yeah. game after the first quarter, which very much surprised me. I think the spread was like 14-and-a-half for Bama at the time. Um, you'd expect Bama to blow out a team like that who just lost a ton of weapons. Um, like Tony, Pitts, and Trask were like three-headed yeah. monster. Lost those. Um other thing, the Ole Miss-Bama game last year, Ole Miss ran the ball 56 times. And it was very surprising because you think Ole Miss is just going to throw the ball, throw the ball. But they w- found success running the ball. Um, Bama starting linebacker got hurt. Um, like their best linebacker, I forgot his name, but I heard about it like week one or week two. He's out for the year. So that's not going to help with the them defending the run. And the line actually opened at 20. And these pro gamblers got on it so fast that within like a couple hours, it had already moved down to 15, 16. And now it's at 14 and a half. So I mm. think Ole Miss is going to put up a really good fight. Um, they had a yeah. bi-week to prep. They have two weeks yeah. to prep for this. And Lane Kiffin has coached really well against Nick Saban. Um, and this is probably the most inexperienced Bama team we've seen in a really long time. So I like Ole Miss to cover. I think they it's going to be a shootout. I think they could win the game. Um, it's a game that I probably won't touch because I could see it going either. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think yeah, Lane Kiffin is drooling at 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 the mouth at the, at just the thought of beating Nick Saban, and I think <laughs> time. I think you're crazy if he if you don't think he's he's preparing for this and ready for this game.
0: Yeah, I the only thing I would touch in this game I think is Ole Miss spread or. Yeah. What is over, the over?
1: It's fourteen and a half. Uh, yeah, Fama yeah. right now.
0: Over under seventy nine. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: So I think.
2: I, I think, think know, it, whenever I see, like, see a high number like that, I feel like it's that makes me want to bet the over because I feel like it's just going to be an absolute <laughs> shootout. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? It's We're gonna be. Good. It's Go
1: gonna down. be a great game. I think yeah. it's it's just it's an electric 230 game. Um, to make sure to tune into that one because it has a ton of national implications. If I mean uh, we'll get into the Arkansas Georgia game, but if Arkansas somehow pulls out a W against Georgia and Ole Miss pulls out a w, you're going to be looking at like a four or five matchup and yeah, I told you. And in Ole Miss. Yeah, Arkansas bring it up to the true. week after the week after. Yeah. so it's just like it's going to be game day again. Yeah, it's like this happens. is the this is the semifinals of the college football playoffs right now, and you have the yeah. national championship if Arkansas, yeah. Ole Miss
2: won. One That's thing I did want to say um, is that thing about Ole Miss. Obviously, they look really great and they're throttling teams, but this is really their first test, and their first test is against the number one team in the country and Nick Saban. Um, so yeah, it, it's in Tuscaloosa, right? I'm so. pretty sure it it's is Tuscaloosa. pretty sure it is like in Tuscaloosa that is that is a that is a difficult game to win so I think obviously a lot of people have high hopes with Ole Miss and I do too I think they look really good but that's another thing to keep in mind is you're going into Tuscaloosa they haven't played a good team all year and uh we'll we'll find out a lot about this Ole Miss team on on Saturday yeah
0: yeah how did the how does Bama slow down Maddie
1: yeah, this is a huge. This is a huge storyline you know? Yeah, it's two, for the Heisman top two Heisman candidates right now. Yeah, if if yeah. Ole Miss and wins this game and Matt Crowell looks phenomenal, Matt Crow's gonna win the Heisman.
0: Yeah, he's gonna I be don't know. It took a,
1: a lot because yeah. like if at least if they spot, play right? their
0: schedule out and play well, probably but KJ
2: Jefferson keeps playing the way he's playing. You know, he's he's obviously he he's gonna be up there too. So we, I don't, <laughs> don't want to say anything too. Uh, he he could come right
0: now. He could come. I feel like he could come in and you know he has a if he has a good outing. We'll see what happens. Not going to say anything yeah. about it, but yeah, he definitely has that yeah, potential. Yeah, I mean,
2: this is this is huge because I mean yeah, the rest of the rest of the game is going to come down to one one game and if old, Ole Miss's defense looks really good if they can shut down Bryce Young, that'll be uh, detrimental. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Uh, Last game before the big one, big one being Arkansas, Georgia, of course. Mac, you got some insight on this game. What's yeah. talk about?
1: <laughs> um, I, mom went to Waco, been a big uh, Baylor guy for a long time. So obviously, I think Baylor's going to win this game. Um, going up to Stillwater to play 4 0 Oklahoma State, which just hasn't been impressive. Um, beat Boise State by a point beat Tulsa by four, um, you beat Kansas state by 11 at home, but Kansas state was also without their six year starting quarterback. Um, you played the backup, the backup got hurt and a third string came in. So it's just not an impressive win. And like I said, I don't, it's hard to judge Kansas state as a team because they might play OU really well. And then they lose to like West Virginia by 25. So it's just a very hard team to judge every year. Um, But, yeah, Baylor's super impressive. Um, Beat Iowa State at home, the number 14. Huge win. Huge win. Uh, Jerry Bohannon is looking phenomenal, hasn't thrown a pick yet. Um, He's just managing the game, and they have such a good offensive line, such good running backs that they can just run the ball uh, for the majority of the game. And I think they have the best defense in the Big 12. Returned 10 starters, and the guy who didn't return uh, just lost a spot to a transfer from LSU um petrie is probably one of the best dbs i know he's in the watch or the top for the award the db award yeah and tyrell bernard is an incredible middle linebacker just flies all over the field um extremely fast and yeah they're a really good defense and i think they beat oklahoma state and it makes the big 12 a lot more interesting and Uh, Last thing in 2019, Vegas disrespected Baylor every single year. They went to the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. And had one bad year, and they just – when you bring back a unit like this that has been together for so long, like returning all five offensive linemen, returning the entire defense, you've had a quarterback who's in his third or fourth year there. Like you're going to have good – like it's going to be a really good season. Continuity and Dave Aranda's new OC too um yeah why you so
2: and this is what aranda's third year second year second year second year yeah so So he's he's got he's he's got got that year under his belt yeah he's yeah he's adjusting to the conference and yeah dude Baylor looks good
0: yeah yeah and uh you know convincing wins too kind of what we were talking about earlier with frauds you know beat texas southern you know first first week wasn't Anything crazy? Beat Can Texas I add State. something
1: to that? Go. I bet on that game and I lost. Okay, Baylor went for it like on the forty. It was like fourth and twenty-three, like two minutes left in the game. Went for it, and so Texas State covered. And also, because um, it was a two-score game then, or a three-score game, they didn't have replay in that stadium. Baylor got a touchdown taken away in the first quarter. That mm. should have been a touchdown. It no. was a down. Replay wasn't. There wasn't replay in the stadium, so they That's couldn't brutal. So, so potential
0: three-score game.
1: Yeah, so, I think it looks better than what it actually was because that yeah. Texas State team is really not good. Good um, insight. Yeah, I don't.
2: So, know. Yeah,
0: helping helping the point, convincing yeah. wins. Yeah, you know, beat Texas Southern bad, beat Kansas bad, beat Iowa State, which good call from back here. You should have listened last week. What was it? Plus two twenty-five.
1: Plus two twenty-five.
0: Let's and go, Amber. Please. So yeah, I'll ride the Baylor train this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm going to I'm going to believe in them until they prove me wrong. It hasn't haven't done it yet. There hasn't been a lot of sloppy football, so I like them. Game of the week.
0: Game of the week. So uh, I'm a I'm a Red Raider. I attend Texas Tech. I love my Red Raiders. But I grew up a Georgia fan. So On just a just to explain, yeah. Love me, Red Black. Just to explain why I am a fan. Not just hopping on. Mom yeah. went there. Parents up there. So that's why
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the game of the week.
2: <laughs> game of the week, game of the month, game of the year.
0: Yeah. Quite possibly yeah.
2: might be the game of the year. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I, Everyone thought it'd be Georgia Clemson. I thought it'd be Georgia Clemson, but that yeah. game has already been overshadowed by many. I think Bama, Florida was a better game than that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think Arkansas and might have even been better. But yeah, see, big story here. I think what what's the best side of the ball? And I think that's yeah. Georgia defense. But the main one for me is Arkansas defense versus Georgia offense. That's for the main my main questions remain because Georgia, I think our teams kind of reflect in a sense of great defense, run the ball. Well, the only thing that I think is quarterbacks are very, very different. And that's kind of the offense. Yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. And y'all's offense, the offense is built around the quarterback and y'all's run game is great. And KJ's a great ground and pound. Your running backs run it great. They run routes great. I don't know how the blocking is. Haven't really watched. But fantastic. It's gonna be
2: Georgia's worst nightmare.
0: JT JT KJ. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think I think this is gonna look a lot like the Clemson Clemson Georgia game. I think it's gonna be two defenses battling and it's gonna be left up to the offense is who can get a drive in the fourth quarter to get that last score, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I love the under in this game, I love the Hogs money line is what I love. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I,
1: I love that first half under. I think it's at like 25 and a half. I think both teams are going to come out very slow on offense. But I do have some facts. Uh, you, you asked the questions about Arkansas's offense compared to George's defense. When you look right. at George's defense, it's a complete unit. If there's one thing they need to fix, it's the cornerback position. Um, they gave up four pass, defensive pass interference against Clemson of 25 yards or more. They gave up four passing plays from South Carolina of 35 yards or more. And Arkansas averages the most yards per completion. Like, it's the Arkansas relies on the deep ball just as much as their running game. They use their running game to set up the deep ball. So the only way for Arkansas to have success is for Arkansas to pass. If Arkansas has that deep ball, then I think the game is a lot closer than it, the 18-point spread. Um, yeah. One
0: one thing I will add is uh, Georgia has the least amount of points allowed per game and the most points in the first quarter per game in the country. and So I think in the history with them – that has frustrated me so much has been they come out so slow and just have to beat teams with their defense, and the offense can't really get going. You know, that's kind of after 2017 when we had, you know, Chubb and uh, Michelle back there to kind of carry the load with everything. But we are missing our top two receivers for this game, which also, you know, I don't want to say concern, but I would say the spread would probably be three more points and but you know that's to say I'm taking Arkansas spread, and since we started this pod, it moved down a point already. It's seventeen and a half now. Georgia yeah. money lines nine hundred. It was a thousand. <sighs> it's yeah,
1: I think it's gonna be a real measuring stick game. I think if yeah. from an Arkansas. Perspective from an Arkansas perspective, if Arkansas can efficiently run the ball, which I will say, they haven't faced an offense like Arkansas yet. I mean, we saw what they did against Clemson, but then we've seen what Clemson's done against Georgia Tech and these other teams where they look really bad. You look at Arkansas, which is one of the highest graded offensive line from PFF grade in the SEC, extremely good unit. A healthy unit that i might add so if arkansas can run the ball they have the dual threat quarterback who's kj is like 230 like he's just a unit he's bigger than our running back so if they can run the ball i think arkansas is a good shot in this game but if georgia's defensive line and the linebackers for georgia stuff the run i think it's going to be a very long game for the hawks so yeah. it's, it's both sides it, there's just so many questions about how does arkansas move the ball but i think if arkansas i'm more confident in the defense stopping Georgia than I am in our offense moving the ball against Georgia. So I feel like that's the big question mark for me.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I think Arkansas is going to run into trouble trying to establish a ground game, and it's going to be on a, – like a lot of this game is on KJ being able to throw the ball or just making smart decisions with the football and making smart throws and – like, that's what we were talking about. We were looking at uh, KJ throwing the ball a year. He really hasn't – I saw a tweet saying KJ really hasn't even stepped into a throw all year long. He had that bomb to uh, to Traylon Burks in the A&M game. But he throws off his back foot. I'm hoping that we can get the deep ball, have the deep ball, and I want to see KJ throw a 60-yard bomb. And and it, I think intercepted. it's – Intercept But, yeah, but what I'm saying is I think it's all – it's. Oh, um, a lot of it's going to be on KJ being able to throw the ball and be smart with the ball. Cause it's going to come over. It's whoever, I think if when, who wins a turnover battle is probably going to win this game.
1: Yeah. And like, like I said about South Carolina had four passes at 35 yards. And I'm also getting these stats. They might look a little skewed cause I'm an Arkansas fan. I'm looking for reasons why yeah. the hogs might win. And it is an eight, 17 and a half point spread for a reason. Like, Georgia's yeah. a very complete team. I it's think also in
0: Athens. In That's what gives yeah. me a lot of confidence.
1: They're they're in yeah. Athens, but they have Darion Kendrick, who's their best corner. And after that, there's some suspect corners on the defensive side of ball for Georgia. And I think it's going to be a lot of Traylon Burks, who's the mocked at number 11 for the NFL draft in the first round. So he's a fantastic wide receiver, um, has the speed, has the strength. It's just going to be... Yeah, I. Arkansas needs a lot to go their way to win, but I'm yeah. not unconfident in their ability to do it because I feel like some of our strengths in the passing game, which there's not a ton, kind of mirror Georgia's only weakness. Or, like, weakness is a strong word for Georgia, too, but, like, they're only not NFL par. Yeah. Um, talent.
2: Yeah, 11 a.m. kickoff. It's going to be yeah. hot. Hogs. Look, hogs are used to the 11 a.m. kickoff. show. Yeah, we're,
1: we're, we're used to those. I'll
2: t- I'll say that I like our odds better in Georgia in Athens at 11 a.m. rather than seven o'clock. Yeah,
1: that's true. I don't.
2: I feel like I don't want to see that stadium dark with a whole bunch of black and red. And the some, some dudes shoulder. in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Some the dudes gold. in the crowd painted in all white.
0: <laughs> the savage pads, the dogs. Yeah, the gold savage pads we get for turnovers. Yeah, I am. I am so excited for that game. Honestly, Thank I. You. It's gonna, you know, it it like Max said, you know, it is a mention game, and it is for both teams. You know, Georgia hasn't really played a super legit team. Uh, you know, they've, but they've been burying every team they do face. You know, Clemson was the big one, and they're turning out to be, you know, so middle of the road. Uh, so yeah, can can Georgia's offense you know keep up that big play consistency against y'all no it's not going to be streaks and just throwing the ball deep every play and you know having the run benefit off that it's going to be having to establish the run and zamir's gonna have a long day ahead of him because i think we're gonna have to pound him and then you know throw after but i'm excited for jt I think this is a big test for him. You know, Bama last year. But I'm excited. It's going to be one of the best games.
1: How's his lat yeah. doing? It's always he's questionable. I mean, obviously he's going to play, but I saw he's questionable with a lat injury. Yeah,
2: Even if he doesn't,
0: working. I believe in Stetson. Stetson's Dude, been balling. They, he had one of the highest QB ratings game. ever in the UAB game. <laughs> he had like yeah. 10, it was, it was like ten throws 50. for five touchdowns. <laughs> Um, um, fun
2: fact, fun fact, we're all, uh, from McKinney Boyd, Colin Drake, the son of my head football coach, is at Georgia. He's a quarterback. Really? He is currently at the university of Georgia. Uh, I, I don't know if he's going to be starting Saturday, but there technically is a possibility. So look out for him. Shout out to Colin. Shout out to coach Drake.
1: Hey, last time Georgia, Arkansas played Arkansas, the team that they had last year, which was
2: Yeah. Questionable
1: years and years behind what they are this year. They let a half Um, granted totally different teams on both sides of the ball now. Um, But I, I will say this if Georgia's special teams does not throttle us, because you you guys have an all American punter. He's the best punter in college football. If I'm worried about Arkansas getting down in their own 10, and their own five, and the own 15, because we haven't seen Arkansas move the ball 90 yards much to get into the end zone. They might get stopped and get a field goal, and you also haven't seen them go up against this Georgia team. So I think like field position is going to be a really important part of this game. If Arkansas can get the ball around the 40 or the 50, 30, instead of the five, it's going to be a lot better, because they get stopped. Georgia now has the ball in the forty. So I think field position is going to be a big part of this game. Um, and this low scoring defensive affair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm amped. I'm super excited. I think you know, under the under might be played for this game. I think at yeah. four seven and a half is what it's lying at, yeah. right around there. Yeah. So I I can see I'm gonna give it I don't think it's more than twenty four ten, twenty one ten, twenty four fourteen. You know, in that yeah. range, it's just gonna be low scoring. And yeah, I'm riding Arkansas spread in the under score prediction. Mm. I just gave some.
2: Yeah, you just gave some. I I will say I'm gonna go twenty four seventeen. Dogs. 24, 17 dogs.
1: I haven't picked against Arkansas. Picked them to beat Texas. Picked them to beat a and i A&M. I'm going to have to ride that. I think it's going to be 17-11. I think Georgia gets a safety. and I Scorigami for SEC, probably.
2: Score, score, yeah, probably. It's
0: <laughs> an odd one, man. I, I, like, I like
1: that. Hey, they, like they got a safety. They got a safety against us last time. I'm telling you, Arkansas is like running the ball in shotgun inside the five, or all Arkansas yeah. does is run the ball in shotgun. When you're running that within the ten yard, like your own backed up into your really? own zone, it's a scary thing. It happened to us last year where we got a safety. A lot of the passing that Arkansas does is a lot of pa bootleg or not bootleg, just fake handoff. Try to get them to bite down, and you, do, you can't run yeah. that in your own end zone. I'm worried about yeah. a holding call from Georgia's incredible defensive line in the end zone, automatic yeah. safety. So I think there could be a safety against Arkansas. But I'm going to pick them to win. I don't think they'll win, but I'm going to have to do it and ride with the Respect. Hawks.
0: I'm going to say 24-10, Georgia. 17-11,
1: Hawks. And you got 24-17, Dogs.
2: Yeah, I got 24-17 dogs, but look, the way Arkansas is playing right now, I would not be, I'll say I would not be shocked if they came out and beat Georgia. I'm yeah. enamored by the spread.
1: With yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia won by 24 points either. Like, it's yeah. just, it's going to be a uh, long start to a Saturday for Hawk fans or a, lo- a long start to a Saturday for
2: Saturday Hawk fans. For, yeah, that
0: we'll see. And...
2: That's true. Someone will win and someone will lose. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's kind of a hot Hey. <laughs> if it was then.
1: if this was the NFL, could not say that. Yeah. That's OT what I'm saying. rules sure. in the NFL are horrible and need to be changed. Yeah.
0: Can we get that fixed? That's it's, ridiculous. So many so many things wrong. Yeah, this is this is gonna be part one of college football or not college, but football megapod. Uh we're recording this Thursday right before some Bengals Jags. Got some great Great football <laughs> Great night. Thursday night
2: football <laughs> coming on.
0: Carlos Hyde is out, and James Robinson is on my fantasy team, so that does excite me.
1: Mm, that is good, because Carlos Hyde gets way too many snaps. It's just that uh, Urban Meyer connection. To play.
0: Yeah. Coming up next, we'll have the NFL section of this pod. But great college football this weekend, great games. We are looking forward to it. Justin, thank you for joining us as always.
2: Thank you so much for having me on. It's a stay pleasure around. having you on. Love you guys.
0: <laughs> Love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I am excited. I'm pumped. you a
1: good one. Well, make sure to stay around after the break to listen to a little bit of Cowboys Talks previewing the Carolina game.
0: Jumping into our NFL segment of the football pod got a lot of news a lot of great games this week but it's going to be a little bit more of a cowboys focus coming off a great win against the birds beat their ass 41 21 looks great defense look great we're excited they're, they're getting some uh legit respect points you know not it's not looking like one of those fluky years. You know, they're playing really good right now.
1: Yeah. If they can stay healthy, they're absolutely a contender Yeah, for in the NFC. And you might look at other teams and be like, oh, they're better. Well, you don't know what's going to happen come playoff time. You don't know what injuries are going to be there, and you don't know how teams are going to be playing. But this defense is playing like that's what's held them back is the defense. And the defense is playing great.
0: Phenomenal. Most turnovers out of every team in the NFL right now.
1: Yeah, Dak's looking fantastic. Um, I know a lot of not
0: people, even full form yet.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about him as Peyton Manning or Drew Brees in their prime, just the way he's controlling the line of scrimmage. I mean, we saw him drop back 50 times almost in the Bucks game, and then you can see Chargers game. He's just he's so versatile in what he can do. And I think that's really good. And he's just calling the game. Like, I think it was uh, a fourth and two or a third and two. That was an important drive in the Eagles game. Zeke was trying to come on the field. He told Zeke to stay off, did a bootleg, just took over the game. He didn't want them to the Eagles to be able to make subs. Just just looks like he's controlling the game. And that's what you'd love to see out of a quarterback.
0: Yeah, he's a gamer. And I hope to see more of that this weekend. You know, he's... He, he's not, you know, last season he had this he had the most insane start to season ever. He was averaging over 400 yards, you know, prior to the injury game. You know, he's, you know, the tragic injury halfway through the game. But not that start this year, but we're winning football games. And that's what that guy's all about. That's your leader. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's holding everyone accountable. You know, Amari just went on radio and said, you know, that's my guy. Like, it's crazy to see him come back from I mean could you imagine that being your ankle <laughs> I'd be devastated I would still be in a cast
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, it'd be year five and I'd be finally getting yeah. cast off
0: he's he's the commanding lead and you know you always want your quarterback to be the leader of your team but it's well known he's the commanding leader of the team uh so some quick plays we like. A little, I like. I like the boys spread. Uh, got the Panthers no C Mac, which is huge. I think and uh, changes the whole dynamic of their offense. We saw last year. Mike Scott got the reins, and you know he was efficient first couple of weeks, and it sort of died off. But I like the Cowboys minus four and a half.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that play too. I'm going to kind of go another way with mine. I'm taking the lions plus three and a half Matt is probably the worst coach in the NFL. I think they lose this game and I think he gets fired after this week. Like, yeah. I, just, I think it's going to happen. The lions play frisky. Like they play everyone extremely hard and
0: that Niners game.
1: Yeah. Niners. They played green Bay really well for a half. Um, they should have beat the Ravens, but they missed a the delay of call Get, Um, a delay a game, um, which awful call. And then Justin Tucker breaks the record. And, <laughs> just, I mean, they allowed the a
0: most cursed franchise.
1: They allowed a fourth and 18. And like, you're telling me Lamar Jackson's passing on a fourth and 18 and they get it. Like, it's just brutal way to lose the game. Um, but yeah, they play frisky. Uh, Dan Campbell gets his guys going. And I think they cover like they're they're When you look at their roster, they're due for a win. You know, Bears.
0: Like, Bears look atrocious it's, too. It's just a dumpster atrocious. fire.
1: Khalil went out last game. Not sure his health, but regardless, I just I don't think Andy Dalton is good. I don't think Justin Fields with Matt Nagy as his head coach is good.
0: And Foles. I mean, who even knows? I, it's not the. It's not 2017 Super Bowl. Nick Foles. Like. Yeah. It's, yeah. He would he would have the job if he was. So he's the third string for a reason. Justin Fields. That's that's my old bulldog, you know. Rough outing. Rough outing for him. Couldn't get I like don't, nine.
1: I don't like even think times? it's his fault. Like no. I look at like you can't Justin I gotta say a lot about Matt Nagy and everything that he does, and it's just frustrating to watch and
0: Yeah, they he's need a just, reset.
1: He just doesn't call the game. Like, he, he didn't change the game plan, and, I mean, yeah, Justin Fields didn't look great, but at the same time um, – You can't
0: just put it on him, you know, first yeah, game ever.
1: Yeah, it's a very –
0: You're going to let your rookie quarterback get sacked nine times. You're going to kind of have shot confidence can't the whole You move the
1: pocket. You can't run the ball. No. It's a whole bunch on the Bears. Sad time to be a Bears fan right now.
0: Um, so we like Cowboys spread and Lions spread. I think yeah. Those are two hammers. So jump re- uh... Yeah, recapping last week. Great, great, great game for the boys. Uh, always love beating the Eagles. We hate them, as every fan should. Uh, beat them by 20, 41-21. <laughs> and they missed. Should have been 48. They missed it easy. <laughs> the easy. The Dak touchdown, where he had his yeah. shoulders extending the ball into the end zone. And they. <clears throat> the thing is... The only way that's not a touchdown is if the claim can be made that the play was blown dead. But if you watch the video, the play is blown dead clearly after he's in the end zone. Yeah. And after then the ball gets knocked out of his hands after it's over a yard into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to call anything on that play, if it's not blown dead, it's a touchdown or a fumble. It's not a turnover on downs. Yeah, it's just butchered by the refs so horribly oh. uh, but it ended up not really mattering defense was and two two guys on d you know our young guys Micah just what well, I mean what do you have to say if you're on our Twitter you know we're incredibly high on him we smashed him a couple weeks ago at plus 550 for defensive rookie of the year I think he's down to 250 now he's a clear favorite it's him or certain yeah. yeah, Diggs. You want to harp on Diggs a little?
1: Yeah, Diggs has established himself as a premier corner in the league, um, especially a young co- premier corner. Because um, he's not—he's obviously not on the same level as—he's, uh, in my opinion, it's—it's it's, you need to see more than to say like he's like in the Jalen Ramsey category. But he's close. Um, he's kind of in that tier below and plays like a wide receiver. He's got hands like a wide receiver, and I mean that's what you want to see. He You know, plays with a lot of confidence, which is important to play at a position like that. Um, Yeah,
0: he was talking a lot of trash.
1: Yeah, he was. So was uh, Micah on Twitter uh, Mm -hmm. talking about Jalen Hurts calling Uh, (laughs) Baldy. Yeah, the defense is just – it's – you know, when Dan Quinn uh, started this year, he changed his playbook. He changed his playbook to match the players he has around him. And that's – if you want to be a successful coach, you – coach the players you have you don't coach a system um and you develop a system around what strengths you have and it's going to be exciting to see D-Law come back because I I prefer Micah to be all over the field you know I don't want him just playing 40 45 percent of the snaps because he's at D end and rushing you know I'd like to see him out on the field a lot more because I think you know he can make a lot of plays um and, and not to say I don't want him to blitz and come off the edge either it's just like you can use them in so many different ways in one series you could use them as a pass rusher in the next series you could use them as a linebacker and there's just a lot of different ways you can work around this defense and the defense hasn't been healthy yet so i'm excited to see what they look like fully healthy when we've seen how good they've looked so far and last thing i want to add about this game is i feel like this game was a measuring stick uh when you look at the Giants, they're pitiful this year. Um, you look at
0: Not that Washington defense, second yeah, to last in the league right now.
1: Yeah, and you you can't be last because the Seahawks defense is just atrocious. atrocious. So they're automatically last. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a real measuring stick of a game. You know, the Eagles played the 49ers, which a lot of people think are a really good team this year. Played them really close, lost 17 to 11. So I feel like us winning this game, and the way that we did is just kind of like, this is our division. Um, If Dak is healthy, the Cowboys will win the division. Um, And, you know, you look at their schedule, there's not a lot of tough quarterbacks that they have to play this year. You know, I think they play Kyler, uh, Mahomes, um, Kirk Cousins, and there's probably one more decent quarterback. Already got Brady. Yeah, there's there's one more decent quarterback in there, but they're not – games where i'm nervous that
0: hey
1: but yeah i think uh the cowboys have positioned themselves in a really good spot and you know they have some rookie quarterbacks coming up on the schedule and we've seen how rookies have played and the only game a rookies won this year at quarterback was when zach wilson and mac jones played and somebody had to win the game so yeah really yeah
0: those rookie quarterbacks doing awful. I mean, Jack should have had it Thursday, and they just let it slip away.
1: They can't close, they just can't finish a game.
0: No, uh, that, that game was theirs. There are two touchdowns, but
1: two touchdowns yeah. going to half and get outscored 24 to 7 in the second.
0: Yeah, and yeah, pitiful. We'll do Jacks pod next. So, looking forward, you know, under the until this weekend, uh, we got the Panthers, you yeah. know, and they're they're a very solid team. They're they're good. Uh, Sam Darnold's finding his step. He's showing that you know <laughs> it's probably just the New York Jets that hold quarterbacks back. It kind of makes you think about uh, Zach Wilson. You know what his ceiling could be. But we got the Panthers Sunday at noon. Going to be opening up. I love it. Uh, noon game. No Christian McCaffrey. J. C. Horn, unfortunately. Out with a injury. McCaffrey as well. Hate to see it, but let's take advantage.
1: Yep. I I look at this game, and probably Carolina's the biggest surprise this season um, for most people. I am personally a big Carolina guy because I'm a big believer in Matt Rule because and Phil Snow and Joe Brady. So Matt Rule and Phil Snow took over Baylor from Temple. Been together for a very, very long time. Um, coached very well together, came to Baylor when they were a dumpster fire um, after all the allegations um, and everything that went on there. I think winning one game the year before and turned it around in two, three years, and they played in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. Um, We saw he's had the same success at Temple. So I am just a big Matt Rule leaver in what he does. Um, We kind of talked about, like, Pittman earlier. I feel like Matt Rule is the same type of guy. Um, he just embodies his culture and brings this culture, but he's also been an NFL coach at every single position. Like he's been a wide receivers coach in the NFL. He's been a line coach. He's been a football guy. He's just a football guy, understands football. Um, but yeah, in that Texans game, we saw when C-Mac went out, their offense looked atrocious. It It looked like they didn't know what to do. Um, he's a huge part of this because he allows... Uh, Sam Darnold to do some play action um, you know DJ Moore's a really good receiver I feel like at least fantasy wise he's established himself as a wide receiver one um, especially with the amount of targets that he's getting but you know they're really good defense but missing cmac and Chuba didn't impress me he didn't impress me a senior year in college um, yeah he played in the big 12 so it's so hard to judge a running back based on one good year in the Big 12, um, where he wasn't right. even a Heisman contender. You know, he just he just had a good year rushing. You know, like his team was eight and four, so it wasn't like he was. The Big all 12 is
0: not league. very uh, defensively oriented.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not. But I really do like the Cowboys' chances this week. I think not having C-Mac helps a lot because you can kind of keep them a little bit more one-dimensional. And
0: yeah, I'm looking for big games from like Curse and KZ here. Yeah secondary uh you know you kind of get to you know one of the best running backs in the league is out you know you the whole offense changes and they Sam Darnold's gonna have to have a he's gonna have to play very very well to keep up with us not saying they can't I mean their their defense is playing on all four cylinders I just I love our chances You even if we don't cover the spread I like our chances to win I think we're hungry you know, good start so far. I think we want to – this this is, a, this is a game that we should not lose.
1: Yeah, I kind of look at it as I trust the Cowboys' defense to stop the Panthers' offense more than I trust the Panthers' defense to stop the Cowboys' offense. And now the Panthers have the number two fantasy defense. They're really good. They're really stout up front. You know, they play physical on the outside. But I just think the Cowboys' offense is too much – and even without Michael Gallup, we saw how electric they could be, you know, getting both tight ends involved early in the game.
0: Zeke and Tony combined for, like, 150 yards on the ground, too.
1: Yeah, Zeke looked fantastic. It looked like a lot. He was hearing a lot of talk about Tony and just played downhill. And, and you know, Zach,
0: too. Zach is
1: incredible. Yeah, we- uh, it, it just it looks like, A, they're having fun out there. We, that's obvious. They're having a good time. They're playing like a brotherhood right now. It's like a whole camaraderie going on right now. And, you know, you look at not to bring up the Dallas Mavericks, but you know, like that's how like Tim Hardaway jr. In an interview, he said like, this is the most fun he's had since his time at Michigan. Like everyone's just together having fun. It's a real brotherhood. And when you can establish that brotherhood, and, you know, you can you're playing uh, for each other. You're playing for each other. You're not just playing for yourself and, you know, other people can expect more out of you. And, when you have that brotherhood, they can call you out on what you're doing wrong and it be respectful and you know, people don't take as much of offense to what others are saying and you just come together as a unit and that's how you have to play.
0: Yeah. And quick shout out to Diggs as he was NFC Defensive Player of the Month. Yep. Got a pick in every game. But interesting note on that, <laughs> uh, in a little presser after I think it was after practice, uh, they asked Dak about it. You know, he gave him his flowers. He was like yeah you know he's he's playing his ass off uh, playing really well, but I told him it doesn't matter. And he yeah. said, I know. and that's the kind of mentality you want you know that that's keeping each other accountable and you know the goal is to win it all. That's always the goal and I think you're focused right now. I think this game is a smash
1: yeah I think I think they're just gonna prove a lot of people that they're really, really good. I mean if you look at the schedule, we're a field goal where Zerline missed making a kick instead of missing a kick
0: beating the um, contending Super Bowl champs
1: beating them and being 3-0 and while playing two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now and then you play an Eagles team that you know was supposed to be a division you know like give the Cowboys difficulty in the division as well as the Redskins so it's been an impressive start to the season I don't see them slowing down and beat the Panthers and move on to the next week you yeah, know? we're
0: amped. I'm amped. Yeah, they, um, Panthers also picked up CJ Henderson, corner out of Jacksonville. He's, I don't think he's gonna be posed too much of a problem. I think
1: it's just JC JC Horn was their best corner. Um, I was I was high on him before the draft. Um, Bammer guy. Yeah, um, just a good, really good man-to-man corner who can be, he's physical, he's bigger, you know, he doesn't have the speed, but he's a physical guy. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. Definitely one to tune into. Um, I will say probably my favorite game of the week besides that one. Um, I'm not going to go with the Bucks Patriots, um, but I'm going to go Chargers Raiders. I think it's a really big game for the West in general. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really fun Monday night game. I think you're looking at two teams, a uh, lot of offensive power. Nobody expected Vegas to be three and zero, but you know, if Vegas wins this game. They're now four and zero, sitting atop of the. Uh, and Derek AFC Carr is West.
0: probably still leading the league in passing yards too.
1: Yeah, it just it's just going to be an electric offensive game. You know, both quarterbacks can make plays, have made plays in OT fourth quarter this year. Um, and I'm a huge Justin Herbert guy, so I'm all for a Monday night game featuring those guys and. I have a lot of fantasy implications uh, having Eckler and Mike Williams, so and Darren Waller. So I need a uh, high-scoring, <laughs> throwing the ball type of game.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I like Cardinals-Rams. I think that'll be offensive city again. You know, Kyler, Maddie. Uh, I have Kyler in fantasy, so I need him to go off as well. But yeah, that's that's a three o'clock game. I think it's just gonna be high scoring. Might have to hit the over, but we'll see. take. Keep your eye on Twitter. We'll we'll get some plays out this week.
1: Um, Other game I'm kind of looking forward to is the Browns and Vikings. I think the Vikings just had a rough start to the year. They should have beaten the Cardinals. They should be 2-1 and one right now. Um, Browns are traveling up to Minnesota. But, I mean, they shouldn't have lost to the Bengals in OT. They should have beaten the Cards, um, missed a field goal. Beat the Seahawks. I just think they're a good team. I, I, I'm I impressed with, yeah, he's in a, they just have so many pieces, you know, like they have a lot of offensive weapons and, you know, Kirk is the type of guy, I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but I think he's the guy who can get the ball into, he can at least get the ball into the playmaker's hands. And, you know, if you need a last minute drive, it's not a shot in the dark. He can at least, you know, get the ball, move it a little bit. Um. But yeah, those are some exciting games. Uh, Betting news, the Titans line has moved from 9 to minus 6.5. A.J. Brown is out, which I already assumed he'd be out, but now Julio Jones is out too. Um, So that's something to keep your eye on. And uh, we have another NFC West matchup that's going to be really good, Um, Seahawks and 49ers at 3.05, as well as the Rams. So definitely check those games out because – Seahawks lose. You're one and three. You're looking at a division with a team at four and oh, and probably the toughest division in the NFL. So, I don't want to be one and three.
0: A lot of good football this weekend. Yeah. Cowboys at noon, Sunday, October 3rd. Got a premier game going uh, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Arkansas, Georgia. Yeah. A lot of good stuff this weekend. We're excited.
1: Yeah. A lot of great football. It's October. Football seems to begin in October, at least great football. Um, So it's an exciting time.
0: It's here. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening.
1: listening. Oh, jinx you, Minnesota. Oh, man. <laughs> I am.
2: Uh... And we'll catch you next time at All in One Dallas Sports.